What is up, queen? My name is Mackenzie, and welcome to the Pick Up the Fork podcast. On this podcast, I'm here to speak the truth about fitness and how to fully become the best version of you. Tired of feeling stuck? Tired of dieting? Well, this is the podcast that will help you transform your life so you can live to your fittest potential. Without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Pick Up the Fork podcast. It's your host here, Mackenzie Page Thit, and I'm so excited to dive into today's podcast. So I thought for today that we would talk about one of the most overlooked parts of seeing progress in your fitness journey. I know there's a lot on social media about what kind of workouts you should be doing, the best type of workout for fat loss, the best type of workout to tone up and all of that jazz. Um, But when it comes down to it, I want to talk about something that's even more important than just your workouts. And you're probably already going to guess it and it's going to be your nutrition. So that is what we are going to dive into today. I'm just going to go live here on Instagram so that people are able to tune in. What is the most important thing when it comes to seeing progress? I know there's a lot on social media about making sure you're doing the right workouts. What is the best workout for a flat stomach? What is the best workout to tone up my arms? What is the best workout to build my booty? What is the best workout to for fat loss? All of these questions are amazing questions. But when it comes down to it, there is such thing as like a better question. So these are all valid questions. However, they're not the best question when it comes to the goal you're trying to attain, whether that's a flat stomach to tone up your arms or whatever it may be. um, And to maximize fat loss. A lot of people overlook it and think that it really comes down to the workouts. But when it comes down to it, and something I preach to all my clients on a daily basis is it comes down to your nutrition, it comes down to your macros. So I want to dive into that today and give you guys five tips to better improve your nutrition for your fitness goals. So I want you to take a second and just think about your fitness goal. What is your number one goal right now? Is it fat loss? Is it just toning up? Is it building muscle? Um, Think about what that goal is. Okay, so I want to give all of you five tips to better improve your nutrition for your fitness goals. This is the number one thing women struggle with that I talk to on a daily basis. And this is the number one thing that women overlook on their fitness journey and actually take the wrong approach to. So I wanna dive into what's allowed me to really get my nutrition on track and help my my clients get their nutrition on track um, to make sure they get the results they want and are able to maintain those long term. So we're going to dive into these five tips right here. Um, So the first tip is going to be your protein. So so many women that I talk to, their biggest problem is they aren't eating enough protein. Protein is really important to build lean muscle. It's also going to be really satiating when you eat higher protein. So it's easier to like maintain a calorie deficit uh, for weight loss if you're eating a higher protein diet. Um, and it's also just really good for overall like your body function on the inside. 
Um, So I want to dive into number two. So number two is water. And one of the biggest misconceptions I see with women is they think if they drink more water or too much water, it's going to make them look bloated. And when it comes down to it, water, more water, drinking more water on a daily basis is so important for your progress. And it's also going to make you look less bloated. A lot of women think it actually makes them look more bloated, but it does the complete opposite. Um, It's really, really important in terms of your fitness goals to make sure you're drinking at least a half gallon of water a day. Basically, it should be half your body weight in ounces. And then if you are an athlete or extremely active or you're on your feet all day, you should be drinking your body weight in ounces a day. Um, So that is like a little rule of thumb here. Um, I would say lean body weight in ounces. So keep that in mind as you go through the rest of your week, try and drink your lean body weight in ounces. So um, if you weigh, let's say, 120 pounds, um, you should be drinking around 120 ounces of water every single day if you are a fairly active or you have a very active job and you're on your feet all day. Um, It's really, really important. So that is it for water. And then another thing that I just wanted to add to water that's kind of a side note, but still really related is a lot of the time when you consume more water, this can help you with other areas of your diet as well and your overall fitness journey. So when you're working out, if you're not drinking enough water on a daily basis, your water is gonna, your body is going to hold on to that water more. So you're gonna retain more water, you're gonna look more bloated because your body is trying to use that water and keep it. Um, the second thing is we all like to go out to eat. We all like takeout, but a lot of the times when we go out to eat or even if we get like frozen meals from the grocery store or we order sushi or whatever it may be, a lot of these foods have a high sodium content. So basically this is a high salt content, right? When you're having a lot of salt in your diet and you're not drinking enough water, again, your body is going to kind of blow. So water is really, really important, especially if you love going out to eat, getting that takeout or sushi, that you make sure you're drinking enough water because this is going to help keep you um, hydrated and cut back on that water retention. The other last thing I'm going to say in terms of your water and your nutrition here is just going to be Um, drinking more water is going to help fill you up. And you may have heard of the phrase, or maybe you haven't, but there's this really common phrase that I hear all the time um, about how sometimes your body doesn't know the difference between being hungry or thirsty. So a lot of the time you're thirsty. Um, And to some extent, this can be true. I don't think it's always the case. And if you're hungry and you have hunger cues, like hunger cues are natural and that usually means your body's hungry. However, um, if you're eating like a decent amount of food um, on a daily basis, but you aren't drinking enough water, if you're still hungry all the time, this could be an indicator that you need to drink more water. So that is going to be like the last kind of fact about water. I know it went on a lot, but water is literally crucial. That is one of the first goals that I work on with my one-on-one clients. Number three is going to be stop eating salads for lunch and dinner every single day. I cannot count on my fingers, cannot count on my fingers and toes how many times I've heard women say to me, I just need to eat more salads to lose weight. 
oh, I just need to get myself to make more salads. Then I could lose this 10, 20 pounds. Then I could have a flatter stomach. And I cringe when I hear this straight up. I cringe when I hear this because it could not be further from the truth. Yes, salads um, can be high volume foods. And this basically means they take up a lot of space on your bowl and your plate and your stomach. Um, but there's not a lot going on there. Like lettuce is what, like 90, 80% water. Think about iceberg lettuce or romaine lettuce, right? I'm thinking about those two main ones that are most commonly used in salads, iceberg lettuce and romaine lettuce. These have very little to no nutritional value. Iceberg lettuce literally has zero nutritional value. Um, and eating this for lunch, um, for weight loss is really not going to help you. There's there's actually this really famous nutritionist on YouTube. Her name is literally blanking on me right now. It's Abby something, but I'm obsessed with her. I've been obsessed with her for years, um, especially as I got more into nutrition and like holistic health, um, taking care of your whole body. And one thing she always talks about is the hunger crushing combo. And this basically comes down to kind of something that goes against a lot of uh, the talk about what you should be eating on a diet for weight loss, right? So thinking back to the salad kind of situation, thinking you need to eat salads for lunch and dinner for weight loss. But when it comes down to it, this is where a lot of women go wrong is they eat the salad. Maybe you say like you ate the salad for lunch or dinner for a week, but like you find that like your cravings have gone up, you're more hungry and you find it harder to like not stop thinking about food all day. I remember when I was literally drinking, trying to drink smoothies and salads years ago, trying to um, get a flatter stomach, seeing my abs. And I was freaking craving the crunch. I was craving real food. I felt so unsatisfied and I thought about food 24 seven. And when it comes down to it, so back to the, back to this thing I was just talking about. So Basically, that's a way not to eat, right? You don't want to keep eating the salads. So what you actually want to do is stick to this kind of hunger crushing combo, which is basically going to make sure you are having protein, a carb and a healthy fat in every single meal you have. A lot of women out there, like I see them having like a salad or maybe you're just having something very small. You're having like maybe rice cakes with nothing else on it. And when it comes down to it, um, that is what's keeping you from progress. You think by eating less or the less you put in your meals, the better. But when it comes down to it, if you're not making sure you're focusing on this like hunger crushing combo of like the protein, the carb and the fat in every single meal, you're not going to feel satiated. Your body isn't going to get the energy it needs and wants to function and like do all the crazy things you do on a daily basis. Like, um, think about it, right? Like you surviving off iceberg lettuce that is like 90% water um, is really not going to do much for you other than maybe help your hydration minorly. <laughs> um, so getting really honest here with you guys, because I cannot count on my fingers and toes how many times I've heard women say that they need to eat more salads to lose weight. And when it comes down to it, you just need to make sure you're eating this combination every single meal. That way your body is satiated. It isn't going to crave treats. It's not going to crave snacking as much because you're actually eating wholesome, nutrient-dense 
meals that are literally keeping you fuller longer. So again, this is a protein, a carb, and a fat in every single meal. This doesn't mean you eat a protein and a carb in one meal and skip fats because you're trying to eat low fat. You need to make sure that you're having one of each and every single meal. And this is literally me every single time I go to eat a snack, a meal, I go out for dinner. I make sure I get this in every single thing. That way it helps me have no cravings. I literally never have cravings ever anymore. Um, another thing it helps me with is staying fuller longer. So I can stay full for much longer than if I were to just have like a bowl of pasta with uh, no kind of protein or no kind of healthy fat. So that is something to keep in mind, guys. Um, and maybe the opposite, maybe you're not eating salads for lunch, but maybe you're just eating like pasta or you're having like bread with jam on it. That could be a reason why you're like still craving more toast later or more bread later, um, or more sugar later, because you're not actually making sure you get this hunger crushing combo in every single one of your meals. So maybe next time you make jam and toast, you're adding, um, some kind of protein to that. Maybe you have peanut butter instead. Uh, that would definitely add in some protein and healthy fats. So that's a little uh, nutrition tip as far as that. That's number three. Um, so number four is stop telling yourself you're not going to go out to eat. This is one of the biggest mistakes I made when I first started going um, first started going to the gym, but was first really serious about my fitness journey. I told myself not allowed to go out to eat, going out to eat is bad. I don't know what kind of oils they're using. I don't know what they're making. Um, and I was really, really kind of paranoid and told myself I would never go out to eat, but you know, your girl <laughs> is peer pressured into going out to eat. Also, I wanted to have fun with my friends and my family. I didn't want to get FOMO. So I'd end up going out to eat, but it would cause me so much anxiety because when I would go out to eat, I didn't look at the menu in advance. Um, I wouldn't have looked at the menu in advance. I didn't know what would be good options for me. And I would feel pressured to get what my friends or what my family members were getting that weren't necessarily in alignment with my goals um, and weren't necessarily in alignment with like my dietary preferences, right? So that's one thing that definitely um, tripped me up when I first started getting super serious about my fitness journey was telling myself I was never gonna go out to eat, never order takeout, never go to like Starbucks, never go anywhere. Um, I was making everything homemade, home cooked. The reality is birthdays are gonna come up, weddings are gonna come up, um, you're gonna want to go out for dates um, with your friends or your significant other. And that's just life and that's just reality and you can't like have these promises to yourself. You need to be real and you need to plan. So once you kind of understand that you can go out to eat and that you can still stay on track, you need to actually plan it. So one thing me and my boyfriend always do is we have like a set date night one or two nights a week. Um, so I know and expect that the day of. Um, if you don't know already, I do macro coaching with my clients and I also track macros myself. Um, so one thing that has helped me stay on track with my macros and my overall nutrition uh, targets and keep me th with my dream body that I love is making sure that I plan in advance for those days I go out to eat. So I know what to expect on a weekly basis. I know what days I might need to drink a little bit more water. I might need to move around my macros or my food or my meals to make sure that I can make sure I can stay on track and uh, make sure my dinner aligns with my goals and aligns with like my calories and macros for the day. Um, so 
basically rambling a little bit on here, but basically when it comes down to it, you need to admit to yourself that you can go out to eat and stay on track. And then once you admit to yourself and allow yourself to go out, you need to realize that you need to plan this. You can't just like kind of wing it and think that you can be really good Monday through Friday with your nutrition and then on the weekends kind of just wing it and have brunch one day and then go out for margaritas another night and then brunch the other day and then um, out for acai bowls and then like all this other stuff like going out all weekend and kind of winging it based on like how you feel and what your friends are up to is just setting you up for disaster. So the best thing you can do is plan out in advance when you're going to go out to eat. Um, just like most of us probably make plans in advance for when there's going to be a wedding or when there's going to be a celebration of some sort. So make sure that when you are making those plans with your friends, you're also um, making plans with what you're doing with your nutrition and how uh, your schedule is going to shift a little bit. Um, So this can be as simple as looking at the menu ahead of time, right? So that's one thing I always do. So my boyfriend and I are going out to dinner tonight. And one thing I do is I look at the menu. So I make sure like, what is a good meal I can have where I can have a good protein source, maybe some veggies, and then um, some good healthy fats. I like to save a lot of my carbs for my dessert because I am a dessert queen, Um, So I make sure for my dinner that I pick something that aligns with those goals for me. Um, So I'm not picking like just a plain salad with nothing on it when I go out to eat. Um, I'm making sure I get like, let's say I'm going out to a restaurant. I want to pick something with like a good protein, maybe on a salad, and then I'll get Um, my dessert to make sure I have like that balance. So one thing I can say for your goals is to make sure that you're planning in advance, looking at the menu and understanding what you're eating. And if you are already like vegetarian or plant-based, you probably already know what restaurants are in alignment with like your dietary preferences or whatever it may be. Um, Or you may have looked at the menu in advance before to see if they like the steakhouse you're going to had any vegetarian um, or plant options. So think about it the same way in terms of like your fitness goals and your protein goals and everything like that. Like make sure that you're also looking at the menu not only to see if they have plant options, but to make sure they also have options, good healthy options that align with your goals. That way, once you get to the restaurant, like you don't have to feel peer pressured into what your friends or what your family are ordering. You already know what you're going to order and you can just worry about enjoying your time there and having a good time and not worry about tracking your food. The last thing you want to do is go to the restaurant and be last minute trying to track your food into my fitness pal or worrying and having anxiety about like you falling off track. That is not like how you should um, approach going out to eat in your fitness journey. It should feel um, natural. It should be pain free. And that is the best way to do it. That was a long one. <laughs> that was a long one, but I had a lot to share. And I want to make sure you guys get as much value out of this podcast and this live stream as possible um, because I remember struggling so much with going out to eat and it was something that caused me so much anxiety for so long. And now like I do it with complete ease. I don't even think about it. I don't even give it a second, a second thought at all. And it's made me enjoy my life so much more. I can actually hang out with my friends and with my boyfriend and with my family and not worry about like food all the time because you're there to like have fun with um, your loved ones and people that you want to spend time with. So 
Let's go into number five here. So number five is carbs and fats are not the enemy. The amount of times, again, going along back to the salad thing, I could count on my fingers and toes how many times women have told me like, um, I need to make sure I'm eating low fat because fat eating more fat is going to make me fat. Um, I can't eat high carb because of this. I can't eat high carb because I gain fat easily. All of this kind of stuff. And I want you to realize that this is something that took me so long to realize that carbs and fats are not the enemy. These are so important for your body to function on a daily basis. So I want to give you guys like a mini rundown on why, because you may be like, okay, Mackenzie, I'm still going to eat low carb because maybe you've seen a little bit of progress or maybe you're like, this is what everyone's been talking about. I need to eat no fat. I need to eat no carbs. But this is why carbs and fats are so important. Basically, carbs and fats are your body's primary source of energy. So you need energy. So let's say you're laying on the couch all day, right? You're not doing anything. Maybe, um, yeah, maybe you're laying on the couch all day, binging Netflix. You haven't done anything. Um, and you're thinking to yourself, I shouldn't eat anything because I haven't been burning any calories today. I skipped my workout. I haven't been going for my walk. I haven't really done much. I probably don't need to eat as much. So basically your body at rest, it's known as your BMR. And this is like how many calories your body burns on a daily basis from literally doing nothing, just sitting still and doing absolutely nothing. Like you're talking, you're blinking, breathing, um, everything your body does internally on a daily basis uses up calories. So you can't go into your day thinking that like if you um, if you didn't do anything that day, if all you did was sit at your desk at work or all you did was lay on the couch all day or sleep all day, that your body doesn't deserve calories because your body is burning calories and you deserve calories no matter what. Your body is burning calories on a daily basis, whether you work out or not. Um, and this is a lot higher than you think. It's not like 100 calories, 10 calories a day. Your body can burn like this is random. Um, I don't want to give specifics because it's really different from individual to individual. Um, but let's say this because this is just um, kind of like a baseline. Your body burns way more than 1200 calories a day doing absolutely nothing. So you factor in a workout, you factor in eating your food, like eating meals that takes that burns calories. Um, you going for a walk, you working, you walking from the parking lot to work, parking lot to the mall, um, literally typing on your computer, all of these different things burn more calories. So for you to try and like adopt a 1200 calorie diet or eat no carbs and no fats, um, is just not good for your body, not optimal because you are burning way more than you think. Um, and to be under eating and eating under 1200 calories when your body is burning way more than that, doing absolutely nothing is setting you up for, it's like a recipe for disaster basically. So I want us to avoid that at all costs. Um, so basically going back to like the carbon fat specific thing is these are your primary sources of energy. So to eliminate and eat a zero fat diet or zero carb diet, or try to eliminate both, your body is going to have a really negative reaction to this. And a lot of the time with women, let, let's say your number one goal is fat loss. A lot of women I talk to, their number one goal is to lose belly fat or lose fat in general. Um, and a lot of them are doing like low carb to no carb diets or making sure their fat is really, really low because they think eating more fat in their diet will cause them to put on excess body fat. Um, so basically, 
your body is going to first use whatever it's getting from its food for energy. So if I'm kind of out of breath here. So if your body is using the calories it's getting from your food for energy first, this means like carbs and fats. And if you aren't eating carbs or fats, it's going to go to protein. But the majority of women I talk to aren't eating enough protein either. So if you're not eating enough protein, carbs or fats, your body is going to be using your muscle. Yes, coach. I am so happy that you're on here. I literally made my entire day. Um, coaches have coaches too. This is my coach. I am obsessed. Love that. <laughs> um, so basically, if you're not consuming enough carbs, fats, or protein on a daily basis from your food, your body is going to resort to using what it does have. And your body, a lot of the time, and what I see women struggle with so much, is going to your muscle. So a lot of women think it's going to go to your body fat and you're going to lose fat. But what's actually going to happen, what happens the majority of the time, it's going to go to that muscle and it's going to take away that tone that you are trying to build up. Um, So it's not necessarily going to get rid of your body fat. So what you're left with is just your body fat. Um, So that is one of the biggest struggles I see with women. And that is just something to take away. If you don't take away anything from today's live, anything from today's podcast, take away that, that your body needs carbs, it needs fats, it needs food in order to survive, function, see results in your fitness journey. Um, So yeah. Anyways, I want to do a little wrap up of what we covered today. Um, And I'll stay on here if anyone has any questions for a couple minutes on Instagram. But basically, five tips we talked about to better your nutrition so you can see more progress on your fitness journey, whether that's fat loss, whether that's toning up, whether that's just building muscle, feeling your best self. Um, Number one is going to come down to protein. Number two is all about water. We talked about so much here. So if you missed out, make sure you listen to this podcast or listen to it on the replay on Instagram water super important. Number three, stop eating just salads for fat loss. Salads are not your BFF and there are better ways, we talked about this, to make sure you can optimize your results. Number four is going to be stop telling yourself you're not going out to eat. We're all going out to eat. We all want to have fun. Um, And then number five, carbs and fats are not the enemy. They are essential and your body loves and needs them. So again, I appreciate every single one of you beautiful queens for tuning into today's live, tuning into the podcast. If you got any value from this podcast in any way, shape or form, please smash that subscribe, smash that follow and share it out to your Instagram story with someone who could benefit from this or shoot me a DM because I love hearing from you guys. I love every single one of you queens so much and I hope you have the best day of your entire life and we will chat on the next one.